How's it going, everyone? Welcome to episode nine of Don't Panic. It's been a while since I did a podcast, and it's been a long, long time. It's been a while since I did podcast. Yeah, and I always say that too. I don't know. I just if I don't want to do a podcast, I just don't do it. But if I want it to be successful, I'm gonna to have to start doing videos. So here's the thing. Hmm, went ahead of myself. So I'm I'm going to do the podcast, but when I wanna. I'm going to start just making different videos, just upload them to YouTube, skits, trying out food, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I really don't feel compelled to do a podcast unless I feel like I have something to say or there's a lot going on. There really wasn't a lot going on. Uh, the last two weeks, I have been just staying home. Uh, I took off from work. They're like, hey, we're cool with that. I'll get into that later once it's all settled. Um, but yeah, just been chilling. <clears throat> and for anyone listening... If you're sitting there wondering, why hasn't he talked to me? Well, I haven't been talking to anyone except for my girlfriend, her family, my family, you know, my brothers. Uh, yeah, I just, I needed a, a break. I, I got rid of Snapchat. Uh, don't use it anymore. Uh, so that's usually where people contact me. If you want to talk to me, hit me up on Instagram. Yeah, uh, nothing personal against anybody. Just needed a break, you know. There's just some cool off time. Uh, yeah, my last episode of the podcast was quite serious in tone. Um, I still feel the same. I haven't changed my mind on anything that I spoke about. Uh, but yeah, it's been quite nice not having to focus on anybody else except for myself and what I want to do. And uh, yeah, it, it's quite riveting. It's not riveting at all. <laughs> <laughs> my life is quite boring and I love it. I love that. I love just being me. No big deal. Just put my opinions out there. Reply to people. That's fun for me. I really think that's fun. Uh, also, video game streaming. I'm going to start doing that. I uh, got a new PlayStation. I got a bunch of games and I want to stream them. And I think I can stream on TikTok now. So if you're interested... I will let you guys know ahead of time. And yeah, you can watch me play video games and be terrible at them. First thing on the agenda is this new Super Mario movie, right? It has uh, Chris Pratt, Jack Black, Charlie Day, Keegan-Michael Key, uh, some other people I don't even fucking know. Uh, everyone's really excited for this. And <laughs> okay, so let me get into it. People were pissed that Chris Pratt was hired on to be uh, the voice of Mario there for two reasons. One, people wanted the original voice of Mario. They wanted to hear him do lines and all that other stuff. They liked the original voice. Second reason was Chris Pratt's a Christian who shoots shit. Like he shoots animals uh, and he hunts. And <laughs> that's one of the main reasons. Okay. <clears throat> but while they were promoting this film, they were saying, Oh, Chris Pratt. They were, alluding to the fact that you weren't going to tell it was him. Like the voice that he came up with was just revolutionary. Um, so Chris Pratt, Mario voice baffles fans after first listen. 
holy shit. It's literally just Chris Pratt's voice. Yeah. It's just his voice. It's his voice if he was an Italian in Brooklyn. It's Star-Lord who has a bay leaf on his tongue. It is... <clears throat> it is... Andy Dwyer, but was raised on the streets of Brooklyn and opened up a pizzeria because that's what his father wanted. It's literally that. It's nothing revolutionary. And the reason people were saying that, the people behind the film, they were saying, oh, Chris Pratt, his voice, oh my God. The, the, the voice he came up with is just astounding because they wanted people to back off. They just wanted people to back off. That's what it was. It's all it was. And actually, I'll play you guys a clip of his voice. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Literally, that's all it is. It's it's Chris Pratt doing an impression of Rocket Raccoon. And they made such a huge deal about it. It's revolutionary. No, it's not. It's not bad either. I, I want to get that out in the open. I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it was what they were hyping it up to be. Like what I assumed, this is what I assumed. Maybe I'm wrong for assuming. Is that. <laughs> I was assuming that I wasn't going to be able to recognize them. That's what I was going to assume. And when I heard it, I was like, that's fucking Star-Lord if he ordered a Stromboli. That's what it was. That's all it was. Nothing more. <laughs> nothing less. I mean, it's, I think it's going to be a good film. It looks good. Like what I just showed you, I showed you just a small clip. So this doesn't get blocked or banned or anything. Or copyright claimed. Uh, but yeah, it, it looks like a good film. I don't think it's going to be bad. And I think for the people who hate Chris Pratt because he's Chris Pratt, get off his dick. Okay. Get off it. Get off that dick. You can just hop off of it. You don't have to keep riding the dick. You don't need to be hate fucking Chris Pratt, right? Just hop off. Just get out, get off, and then just go do something else with your life. Anything else would would work this is what happens when you type velma into the search bar all right there is controversy with the character velma from scooby-doo uh it's a debate back and forth. Is she a straight woman, bi woman, or lesbian? And I've come to the conclusion, who gives a shit? Like it's a fictional character, right? And you can disagree with the change. I think it's unnecessary. I don't think it adds anything to their character. Uh, sexuality doesn't add anything to someone's character. Uh, when you make that a crutch, when you make that their whole personality, it's kind of lame. It would be lame to do it for a straight character. 
as well. If that if their character was like, oh, I'm a straight guy, you know, that would be boring. Okay. But the the main thing that's really intriguing is Shaggy. And <laughs> when I show you, um it's it's uh it's gonna I don't know how you guys are gonna feel about it. I, I, I have my feelings. Okay, so right over here, this is Shaggy. This is Shaggy. Now, you may be looking at my screen, or looking at your screen, rather, and saying, no, that's a dude named Norville. That's not Shaggy. Well, I'm here to tell you, it is. It is Shaggy. Now, <clears throat> this show is based on Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? Right? The Mystery Inc. gang. This is like an origin thing. But let me let me tell you the actual skinny. It's a HBO Max original that has nothing to do with the source material. The only thing it has in common with the source material is some of the characters. That's about it. I don't think Scooby-Doo is in the show. Maybe they maybe he is. Actually, I see a picture right here of Scooby. Um but it's this I don't know what it is exactly where people want to change the races of established characters right if that's what they want to do cool but I know for a fact the only reason why they did this is just to do it, it, it it's virtue signaling it's just virtue signaling okay shaggy for the longest time has been a white pothead that has a talking dog and shit and to make this character change seems like virtue signaling it does when you change the race of a character for no other reason than just a virtue signal, people can spot that. There was no need to change Shaggy. But it's a show. And I don't really care at the end of the day. Like, <clears throat> this is kind of reminiscent of The Little Mermaid. People getting pissed off at that. Again, I don't give a shit. Was Ariel a white, red-headed girl? Yeah. Okay. But at the end of the day, who gives a shit? And at the end of the day, who gives a shit? This show's not meant for kids. It's not meant for kids. Little Mermaid meant for kids. I thought it was sweet. I like the girl who is casted as Ariel in the new Little Mermaid. She's very pretty. Good voice. I don't see an issue with that. I really don't. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, with this new show, I, it doesn't really matter. It truly doesn't. But it's just like when you change someone's ethnicity in a fictional series, right? It's almost always for virtue signaling. Always. Because if, if you question it, you're not allowed to question it. 
And, and if you are like, why did you fucking change Shaggy? You get called a racist. Oh, what? You have a problem with black people? No, I just, where's, where the fuck is Shaggy? That's not Shaggy. And his name is Norville, but AKA Shaggy. No, I want Shaggy. This is not a, like a live action remake. You know? No matter what you say in these situations, you're always going to come off as a bigot. <laughs> no matter what. No matter what. I was cool with um, uh, Nick Fury being changed to a black guy when uh, Sam Jackson took over. Ooh. Wouldn't have anybody else playing. Wouldn't have anybody else. But it's like when you when they make it a spectacle because they want people to talk about their shit. Well, how, how are we going to get people to talk about an R-rated Scooby-Doo show? Oh, we're going to make Velma lesbian and we're going to make Shaggy black. We're going to get rid of Shaggy and just... Oh, shit. Uh, oh, my God. It's probably going to be a good show. I don't know. I just think when you make unnecessary changes. Like it, it's so unnecessary. Maybe it needs to be modernized a bit, but there's other ways to do it. Speaking of things in the media, there's this movie called Bros. And John something. Completely. I don't even care to look it up. So it's this guy. He he runs up to people on the street and asks them yelling questions like, uh, what do you think of Chris Pratt? What do you think of Chris Evans? Um, he made a film, and it's a gay rom-com. And I, personally, I was going to go see it. It looked interesting. I was like, meh, I like this guy somewhat, you know, and I don't know, brought in my horizons of what I've seen in film. Yeah, I could learn a lesson or two. Um, the movie tanked. It didn't do very well in the box office. And the reason is homophobic people didn't go see the film. Well, he thinks every, anyone who's straight is a homophobe. He's actually even said, like, Republican women. <laughs> Republican women. Your husbands are gay and you don't know it. Very condescending to say, by the way. Or some of them. Sure. Anything's possible. But he's blaming straight people for not showing up to his film because they're all homophobic. No, it, it's your advertising for this film was, are you a homophobe or are you going to go see my movie? And I made a video on TikTok about this. You can't guilt someone into seeing your film. You can't call people names or threaten to call someone a name if they don't see your movie. That's dumb as shit. You know, if if the advertisements for, let's say, Avengers Endgame was like, if, if you don't come see this film, you are in support of dogs being drowned in a pool by the thousands. People are going to say, no, I'm not for that, but fuck you and your movie. I'm not going to go see it. It's the same thing. And instead of, like, advertising this movie on hate, maybe you should have been like, hey, if you don't understand gay people... And you want to kind of understand through a movie, the gay experience, come see my film. If you would like to be enlightened on that, you didn't invite anyone calmly or with love. You're like, you're a homophobe. If you don't go see my movie, Hey, homophobes, but you even told homophobes not to go see your film. You, you clearly said, don't see my film. If you're a homophobe. Okay, cool. But then look what happened. And it, the funny thing is, with the the oh my god the funniest thing about this gay people didn't even go see your movie dude 
They didn't even go see your film. That says something. Your own community didn't show up for this film. They have their own reasons, and I'm not going to speak for that. They can speak for themselves. Look up Millennial Spike Lee on TikTok. You'll, you'll, you'll get a different perspective. But that just doesn't work for advertising. If, if you're going to guilt people into doing something or viewing something, it doesn't work. And ultimately, I'm not going to see your film. <clears throat> if you ever see this, you're probably not going to. But for the people listening, I'm never going to go see this film. And it's not because I don't love gay people. I do. I'm not homophobic at all. But I refuse to see a film where I'm going to be called something if I don't see it. Now, I'm the same way with movies I'm told not to go see. If uh, there was this huge campaign, uh, don't see Black Panther Wakanda forever if you're a white person. I'm going to go fucking see that movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go see that movie, regardless of that message, uh, because no one tells me what to do. No one tells me. Uh, it, it's the fact that we let these fucking mouth breathers, this small sector of people on the internet control the main narrative. You're all insignificant. Like your opinions really don't matter. My opinions don't matter even, but we let the, the substrata of human mouth breathers that somehow got internet access to tell people what or what they can or what they cannot watch. Do you, do you really think you have that much authority? Do you, and if you do have that authority, it's over simp cucks that have no spine, that their spine's literally made of jellyfish nuts, if they have them. It, <laughs> this power-hungry mindset, it's so weird. It's also with the, like this, the same people who are going like hard in the paint for this new Velma TV series. Yeah, it's it's silly. They changed Shaggy into a black dude. It's kind of unnecessary to make Velma a lesbian. It was never shown in the shows. But guess what? It's not meant for you. It's not meant for you. If you don't want to watch the show, you don't have to watch the show. Right? There's going to be some people that are stoked that Shaggy's black. And who knows? He's probably going to be a good character. I just think it was an unnecessary change. But that, that shows it, it's not for me. It's not because of the characters and who they are. It's just like, fuck... Watching Scooby-Doo and gore doesn't seem appealing to me. It's like watching the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles run a train on April. And apparently that exists. Apparently that exists. Yeah, I don't want to see the Ninja Turtles run a train on April. Just like I don't want to see Scooby-Doo next to a severed head. It's just like you can make the show good without doing virtue, uh, virtue signaling. That's all I'm saying. It's It's possible. So in this section of the podcast, we're going to look at the TikToks that are talking about the bare minimum. And uh, if you're on YouTube, you're seeing a full screen. You're not seeing my face right now. But uh, dating rule 79. Let's see what it says. Okay. I'm going to mute it so I can actually fucking read it. Uh, there we go. Stop being impressed by the bare minimum. He texts you on a daily basis. That's normal. He calls you and makes a plan. Normal. He introduces you to his friends. Normal. The bar is too low nowadays. Keep your standards where they should be. Okay. 
I'm gonna fucking rip my hair out tonight. Okay, so. <laughs> okay, so, look, you can define a lot of things as the bare minimum, but when asked a question or proposing anything about the bare minimum, they will make a list of what's not the bare minimum. No, I got that mixed around the, these women. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> they'll give you a list of what the bare minimum is. They won't give you a list of what's above that. You ever notice that? They'll tell you, oh, taking you out on dates, bare minimum. Him not cheating on you, bare minimum. Him opening up the door for you, bare minimum. Um, him being nice to you and your family, bare minimum. Okay, what's above that? What What's above that, though? What's above being bare minimum? They never give you a list. Ever. Not one time do these people ever give you a list. And because they can't. They can't give you a list. Because if they gave you the list, it would show their true intentions. 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 That's what it would be. Because no one wants to like be completely honest. No one, no one wants to be. But when you list these things as bare minimum, okay, cool. Yeah, if that's what you want to think. But when people hear bare minimum, they automatically go to, oh, well, I don't need to appreciate that then because that's owed to me. No, it's not. There's a lot of re relationships that suck. There's a lot of relationships that are abusive and just not good for you. So if you're in a relationship that's good for you, Stop calling it the bare minimum and just appreciate the fact that you're in a good relationship. It's like when they list what's the bare minimum, they're looking for excuses not to appreciate those things. No, I'm owed that. It's this self-entitled mindset. It, it truly is. <laughs> Your reminder to stop being impressed by minimal effort. He asked you to hang. That's normal. He texts you consistently. That's normal. He treats you with respect. That's normal. Don't be surprised by the bare minimum. Darlin. No one's saying that you have to like roll out the red carpet and, and blow him. What we're saying is appreciate it. Be thankful for it. Because you say, oh, being loyal or treats you with respect, that's normal. And, and no, apparently not. Because... All men are trash. All men are evil. All men are bad. So wouldn't it not be normal if someone respects you? For a man not to respect you would be the norm, actually, in, in, in a lot of these people's mindsets. It's, it's not hard to appreciate someone. It's truly not. It's not hard to be thankful that someone is nice to you, that someone helps you, uh, takes care of you, does nice things for you, takes you out, gets you gifts. When you just sit there like, yeah, I'm entitled to that. That's so weird. That's so weird. And it's, it's, it really is entitlement. It's uh, self-entitlement, self-importance, an uh, overinflated ego. When you're like, oh, I deserve all that. But I deserve all that. Regardless if you deserve that or not, you should still be thankful for it. Because there's a lot of people out there that suck, that are terrible in relationships, that don't do any of these things. So you should be grateful that, hey, my partner does this. They're a good partner. I'm going to love them and appreciate them. 
when you sit there, bare minimum. Oh, he brought me chocolates and maxi pads because I'm on my period. Bare minimum. He's supposed to do that. No, because a lot of things that I see it more with women. When something is done for them, they don't appreciate it, but they could have done it themselves. If there was something that you could have done for yourself, but you had somebody else do it and you're not thankful for that, you're a piece of shit. You're a huge piece of shit. Something that you could have done. Well, no, I didn't have any pads. Okay, well, be thankful that you didn't have to walk in the store with blood-soaked thighs. How about that one? Be thankful that you didn't have to do that. Because if you were single, you'd have to do that yourself. So, I'm not saying throw a parade. This is the one thing that they say as well. Is that, well, I'm not going to throw them a parade. A thank you is not a goddamn motherfucking parade. It's just not. It never will be. It won't. It, it will never be one. It's impossible for a thank you to be a parade. It's just, it, it seems like a lot of people, this, this new wave of women coming up, they don't want to be thankful for anything. They don't want to appreciate anything. But <laughs> what's really sad these women will always be miserable because they always expect the next biggest, better thing because they don't appreciate anything. And then when their life is in complete shambles, going completely wrong, I think I want a nice guy. I want a nice guy that will sit and watch, you know, just parks and rec with me. I really want that. Why can't I find a guy that will just like hold my hand and cuddle with me and text me and stuff because you didn't appreciate it in the first place. And then you went after what you thought you wanted. <laughs> and then you come back and you're like, Oh my God, I completely fucked up. It's, it's the same thing. You see, I've seen it so many times throughout my life. I've seen it so many times. It is. No one learns a lesson. No one learns lessons from other people's mistakes. And they're, they're making these mistakes right now. Say fucking thank you. Just say it. It's not hard. Your boyfriend does something nice for you. Say thank you. Okay. There's a lot of women that would take your spot in an instant. In an instant, they would take your spot. If they could shove you in front of a train, they would do it in a heartbeat to have your relationship. So be grateful for it. Ungrateful pieces of shit. Truly what's crazy is the ones who make all these lists and demands uh, or what they define as the bare minimum, they don't even do the bare minimum themselves. It's this strange type of narcissism where you expect everything to happen for you and to, you know, be there for you and all that stuff. But you don't do that yourselves. The ones who make these lists rarely give. They mainly take. And I want guys to open their mind to that. I want them to stop being taken advantage of because I was. I was one of those guys. You know, I went above and beyond because I didn't want to be perceived as the bare minimum. I wanted to make them happy by any means necessary. And what I did was just sell myself short. I didn't respect myself that much. And it's quite scary for a guy to put his foot down and to not put up with that kind of stuff is because guys remain single for a very long time, depending on who you are. It's much easier as a woman to get into a relationship. Much easier. Um, yeah, you might have to go through some jerks, but ultimately it's, easy for, it's easier for women to get into relationships. 
But guys, don't let that fear allow you to be walked all over. Like, don't get into the mindset like I was. Like, what other woman's going to want me? How, how will I ever find a woman? Uh, I'm, I'm lucky to have this one. You need to up your worth. You truly do. This is probably a very short podcast, but I am done talking. Um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you guys want me to talk about anything specifically on a podcast in the future, let me know. Uh, this has been episode nine of Don't Panic. And thanks for listening. I think I said that three times already. Love you, though. Letting you know that I appreciate you. Okay, bye.